0: Hey everyone, welcome to The Boot.
1: That's right, it's The Boot. We are recasting classic movie reboots so Hollywood doesn't have to.
0: This week, Kenna and I cry, REVOLUTION! As we talk about 1998's action reboot, The Mask of Zorro, starring Antonio Banderas, Anthony Hopkins, Catherine Zeta-Jones, Stuart Wilson, and Matt Lesher. I just realized I wrote that thing, and there's not really a revolution in this movie.
1: Well, it happened, But it's for the people. What well, happens at the beginning, right? Where Mexico becomes Mexico and not part of Spain. It
0: does start there, but then it jumps forward to the Mexican-American War with Santa Ana fighting the United States mm-hmm. and losing. Um wow. Fun history up top. Fun yeah, fun history that back was up. Fun. up th- yeah. Everyone's enjoying this now. <laughs> everyone's having a grand old time.
2: Good morning, señor. Good morning, señorita. Give it back. What? Whatever it is you have stolen from my father, I want it back. Give it to me. No. (laughs) I don't have the time to give you the proper instruction. I have had the proper instruction since I was four.
1: Oh, boy. I think my problem with that scene is that... It is like, it is sword play, play. (laughs) foreplay. And in the end, when he is just like kissing her, but they're also fighting, I was just like- And
0: she's half naked and he's not.
1: There were so many things where I was like, she is being, I think it's because the character honestly is being over-sexualized in a moment where she's supposed to be like, I could kill you if I wanted to. Mm -hmm. And it's a moment where she's supposed to be strong and be like, yeah, she's like, she's attracted to Zorro, but like she should be- like Better. protecting her like it, the point is not for them to have a sexy moment the point is for her to show that she's a formidable person right that's I- not what happens
0: <laughs> my i think my problem with it is that it i don't know why maybe because of the years have passed it sort of felt like watching your parents like flirt <laughs> that's what it felt like (laughs) i was i'm like Catherine zeta jones like antonio banderas is like 60 years old Catherine zeta jones is what mid 50s and i'm just like
1: yeah because time has passed i don't know why but i was just like i
0: just was like uh, i I know i don't know i just it felt (laughs) weird it felt (laughs) creepy in a different way Interesting. Uh, guys, welcome to The Boot, a movie reboot podcast where I, Brian Flynn, and my co-host Kenna Trent take a classic Hollywood movie and reboot it as if this movie was to be remade today. This week, we're taking a franchise that has been done over and over and over. I, I, by this point, I'm shocked it's not public domain. We're doing The Mask of Zorro, the 1998 remake of the classic pulp comic character. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to see if this movie can work in uh, as a as a franchise today I guess. Yeah. But before we do, we're going to talk about some actual reboot news that has uh, landed in our laps the past couple of weeks. Uh, one is shocking and the other one is confusing. The the shocking one clueless is back as a TV drama that combines Riverdale and a Lizzo music video. This is the headline from <laughs> AV Club which I think is We have
1: uh, Every day we grow farther away from God's light. Truly, <laughs> truly.
0: Um, so the, the bare bones of this is that CBS TV Studios apparently is redeveloping the classic 90s movie, which we did episode two or three of this podcast. Um, as a mystery drama where Cher, played by Alicia Silverstone, her character goes missing and her best friend Dion. Played by Uh, (laughs) what's-her-face, Stacey Dash, Um, (laughs) has to solve the disappearance as well as, I guess, like, take on the reins as the most popular girl in school. And the combination, they're like, it's quoted as saying, this is from Deadline, It's, quote, mean girls meets Riverdale meets a Lizzo music video. This is
1: so dumb.
0: And also, quote, baby pink and bisexual blue tinted tiny sunglasses wearing oat milk latte and Adderall fueled look. Okay. Um,
1: This. uh, Didn't
0: we also have clueless news recently?
1: I want to say they announced a remake, but maybe this is taking the place of of what was going to be a movie. But this is so... It's literally like they put pop culture into a blender. Yeah. And we're drinking that disgusting smoothie.
0: The people who are writing are Will and Grace writers Jordan Reedout, uh, Redout and Gus Hickey, plus No Tomorrow creator Corinne Blankerhoff, an original Clueless producer, Robert Lawrence. Uh, I don't like yeah. it.
1: Yeah. I don't like it. I don't it's like it strange. one bit.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I guess, like... I'm of two minds. I guess... One, selfishly, maybe this will give us more teenage actors that I'll have to use on this podcast. But on the other hand, it's like, the original is so good that I don't want to have to rewrite this universe.
1: Let's do a makeover. <gasps> no. <laughs> no. Oh, come on, let us. Share's main thrill in life is a makeover, okay? It gives her a sense of control in a world full of chaos. Please. Sure.
2: (laughs) Why not? Shit, you guys, I've never had straight
1: friends before.
0: Like, why can't we throw Alicia Silverstone a bone and be like, hey, do you want to play Cher, but, like, she's the mom now, and, like, we'll do a whole different generation of kids? Like, I think people
1: would Um, like that. I mean, at this point, first of all, a movie about, like, Beverly Hills high schoolers now would be not entertaining. It would be upsetting. (laughs) I mean, sorry, teens, but yikes.
0: Would it be upsetting or would it just be kind of boring? I feel like teenagers today are a little more like mature than, I don't know.
1: But also, it's like we've, because of Riverdale, the phenomenon that is Riverdale, now it's like Nancy Drew. It's, I don't know, what's that other spinoff they're doing with Lucy Hale?
0: Oh, it's with Josie.
1: Oh, interesting. Right? How about that one. But it's like do we It's well
0: Josie's a co It's like do Kathy Kathy something.
1: I don't more know. More of these like a uh, like properties with teens in them turning them into these like dark Do we need that? No. I don't
0: know. No, we don't need this. I think there is a hunger for clueless in some way, but I don't think it's this.
1: There's a hunger for 90s nostalgia, not even from people who who enjoyed this stuff in the 90s. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. But now I think it's from like kids who are sort of like living their 90s fantasy because they didn't experience it. Like that's the kind of stuff we're getting.
0: Have you heard of, uh, oh God, what's the genre of music? It's like mall music. Mall music. It's like music that malls would play and kids, the youths are listening to it because they yearn for an age of nostalgia that they never knew. Vaporwave. Is this right? The style is defined by its appropriation of 1980s and 90s mood music styles such as smooth jazz, elevator music, R&B, and lounge music, typically sampling or manipulating tracks via chopped and screwed techniques and other effects.
1: Can I? I'm going to play this because I'm just so curious.
0: Music optimized for abandoned malls has created a thriving community who think everything was better in the 90s. This is from Mel Magazine.
1: Okay, let's see what I I clicked assorted vaporwave mix compilation number two. Cause I'm curious okay. what this is. <laughs> this is what the kids are into. Yeah,
0: I guess. I don't know. Who knows? Anyways.
1: It's very, like, interesting. Okay. Wow. Teens, you're weird. Okay. So, (laughs) this is really going to blow your mind. Purple Dino, Barney, repurposed as movie star by Mattel and Daniel Kaluuya. Mattel announced its teaming with Get Out star Daniel Kaluuya's production company 59% and Valparaiso Pictures to develop a live-action motion picture based on Barney, Mattel's Jurassic era lovable purple dinosaur. Working with Daniel Kaluuya will, quote, enable us to take a completely new approach to Barney that will surprise audiences and subvert expectations. The project will speak to the nostalgia of the brand in a way that will resonate with adults while entertaining today's kids, says Robbie Brenner of Mattel Films. Um, Okay, so... Which, Daniel Kaluuya, I... I, I just don't know what to do with this. He said, Barney was a ubiquitous figure in many of our childhoods. Then he disappeared into the shadows, left misunderstood. We're excited to explore this compelling modern day hero and see if his message of I love you, you love me can stand the test of time.
0: This doesn't make any sense. No, I, There's no description of what this means or what this is about. I'm almost like, is it is it April 1st? Nothing here makes sense because Daniel Kaluuya and Barney <sighs> huh what I have nothing I have no idea I don't know to how, I go. don't know
1: how to like analyze this because it is like brain breaking
0: okay so uh <laughs> it, oh, let's okay did I just not hear it? is this a movie
1: it's a movie a live action movie huh which means are we getting a man in a suit are we getting a um a CGI barney
0: i wonder if it's like is it the man behind
1: barney is
0: or is barney going to be a real dinosaur like uh-huh.
1: <laughs> barney is a real life tyrannosaurus
0: it hurts my brain but i'm also says, like,
1: like super de duper <laughs> We're gonna find a way, we're a super de-duper team, and when we stick together, there's no storm we can't weather, no matter how dark it may seem, whoa! He hangs out with the Triceratops.
0: I, I, I don't know why, let's take the over-under on the box office here, let's set the box office at six. $75 Seventy-five million dollars earning.
1: Let's take the over/under on um, YouTube views when this trailer comes out.
0: Let's set the line at uh, nine million views. I don't know, really know how many people watch a trailer, like, like I like a box office. I'm I'm a little more used to like what's the Star Wars trailer? Let's.
1: I'm gonna say over.
0: Um, because
1: we're doing like this Rise of
0: Skywalker.
1: The virality of something like this. Compared to, like, cats?
0: Uh Uh-huh. Okay. So, Rise of Skywalker, the official Star Wars YouTube page, has 20 million views. But there's a bunch of other, like, other trailers, links that have, like, 10 10 million. Cats trailer...
1: The official is 11 million. 11 and a half million.
0: Barney... Daniel Kaluuya's Barney the Dinosaur. Let's set the line at... 13 million views. Do you think more people will watch this trailer than 13 million people? On the official site. No. You're going under. I'm going under. I'm going way over. I'm going to say that like 18 million people watch this trailer when it comes out. Because it's so insane.
1: Yeah. But I almost feel like it's the thing where like tweets versus retweets like i think we're gonna see a huge presence of it mm-hmm. but i think people are gonna get it secondhand
0: sonic the hedgehog <laughs> official paramount trailer has 36 million views and that's all because it's like we want right, to see that's the true. weird sonic
1: you're right the pure insanity of it mm-hmm. but it also depends too on what their marketing strategy is if we see uh it'll I think it'll depend on if we see pictures of Barney before the trailer comes yeah. out.
0: Yeah. I have no idea what this I don't I don't, this is so confusing, but it's
1: weird. It's really weird. <laughs> what's happening? I don't know
0: what's happening. Alright, let's get out of here. Let's talk about this reboot. You ready to talk about it? Yeah. Okay. Guys, <laughs> this is a reboot of the Mask of Zoro. I
2: would have killed him. No, not today. He is trained to kill. You seem trained to drink. I would have found the way. I've never lost a fight. Except to a crippled old man just now. You know there is a saying, a very old saying. When the pupil is ready, the master will appear. Now, if you want to kill this man, I can help you and I can teach you how. How to move, how to think, how to take your revenge with honour and live to celebrate it. It will take dedication, it will take time. Why are you so you to help me? Because once a long time ago... You did the same for me.
0: Uh, the Mask of Zorro is directed by Martin Campbell, a very uh, prolific director in the action adventure genre, director of such movies as Vertical Limit, which we did earlier this year in episode. Vertical Limit! <sighs> That's the official song. Uh, <laughs> which we did on episode 74 of this podcast. He directed Casino Royale, Goldeneye. He also directed Green Lantern, and I have to hang that around his neck. Like, that's uh, that's well, on him.
1: I mean, it makes sense, because this movie starts like a James Bond movie.
0: Yeah. Um, I, you know what? I, I was kind of dogging on this movie earlier. I don't think it's bad, because... Okay, so I was we were saying earlier, uh, you thought this movie was really fun. It is extremely long. It's, like, way too long. Yeah. And I was sort of saying, I wasn't enjoying it as much as, like, originally, when I originally saw it, I think because it now seems um, not passé... It just contrived fresh yeah it seems yeah. contrived but maybe that's because this was the first one to do it and now we live in the age of like you know superhero movies and mm-hmm. and you know oh like
1: <laughs> <laughs> and don't worry about it guys i'm just uh, falling out of my chair
0: uh like as a franchise reboot this is this is probably the mold that a lot of other franchises were sort of like like this is basically batman begins and um the Count of Monte Cristo in I think one.
1: something the late 90s did really well was like an action with comedy elements. Mm-hmm. I'm not calling this movie a comedy, but I think they did a really fun action movie something that's super entertaining Mm -hmm. but also very much like it's the legend of Zorro a very like old story very heroic character like it doesn't it it could have gone one way right but I feel like we had tons of movies like this in the 90s and we don't we don't make that anymore um and so for me I felt like there was uh because we're into dark gritty origin stories something like this I was like this is refreshing like I'm enjoying myself Sure, nobody in this movie speaks Spanish. Uh, not that they can't; they just aren't. Um, right. And some of these Spanish men are are, are British. <laughs> some,
0: um, some of the women are too. The one woman is Welsh.
1: Yeah, it's a problem. But this movie is good.
0: Um, the Mask of Zorro stars Antonio Banderas as Alejandro Murrieta. Murier- I don't want to do the accent but I feel like Murrieta? Mu- okay. Cuz there's the double R. Anthony Hopkins as Don Diego de la Vega, Katherine Zeta-Jones as Elena, Stuart Wilson as Don Rafael Montrero, and Matt Leshner, Lesh- Lesher? Mm-hmm. Matt Lesher as Captain Harrison Love. How do we get into this? How, what do you think about this movie today? Like what what why don't you start us off? Like where do, where are you thinking about this reboot?
1: It's interesting to think about rebooting this movie because i don't i don't honestly don't know if there's a place for zorro in uh the movie world right now Mm -hmm. um i don't know if he's a a hero we want to see because this movie i think is counting on the historical accuracy of the time i think maybe if there's a way to make the story a little smaller than like buying california um it could feel very uh relevant yeah I think there's something there. I just don't, I don't know how you play it today to really make it work for us. Yeah,
0: so my initial thought was like, the villains in this movie are boring. They're boring they're so boring and i think the heroes are in this movie have a lot of uh intrigue to them and i think that that's where the movie suffers is that we want the heroes to win but we i honestly don't care about the villainy of the the plan is actually the same plan in wild wild west
1: great britain gets back 13 original colonies minus manhattan florida and the fountain of youth go back to spain texas New Mexico, California, Arizona, revolve our Mexico in a little piece for me to retire on.
0: It's just uh, not as fun, and it's insane. Um, I don't know. I had this idea that, like, you know, with everything that's happening in the world today, with Mexican Americans and immigrants coming into this country, I was like, well, maybe they're that. I mean, that's pretty villainous, right there. But then I was like, well, if I if you do that. That's not really fun. (laughs) Like I was writing it out and I was like, I'm already getting depressed thinking about this stuff. But then it kind of clicked to me like maybe there is a version where the legend of Zorro could happen in 2019. And I think that for me was like, oh, well, I'm going to I'm going to go down this road a little bit. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily like that's the story of what I think a modern day version would be. Yeah. But there's stuff there. So I started playing around with the idea of this like really old serialized hero in today's world, like if the Legend of Zorro carried through for mm-hmm. a long time, and it and now is like being passed on in 2019 somehow. I was like, all right, let's let's figure this out. So that's kind of what I did. Yeah, and I don't know if it works. Huh? Okay. Because of you know guns, but uh, yeah.
1: uh <laughs> No, I mean that's huge. We'll because- see. We'll how see. would he make little Zs and things? You know? Well,
0: I think he would still have to have some kind of weird saber thing. But um I mean not it wouldn't be like he has like a machine gun or and just being like, bu, 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 and like shooting Zs into <laughs> walls or anything. No, I think I think there has to be some aspect of like a swashbuckler swashbuckling kind of thing. Because yeah, I how think do that's you really swashbuckle in 2018? I don't know. I was sort of thinking like it's a less violent John Wick.
1: Is that interesting?
0: I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. But this is like weird territory. Now, the other thing is, the only way this really works in my case is if there is tremendous star power in this. Okay. So
1: So you shot for the moon.
0: Guys, I think we know where we're... I, th- I think people know no. where I'm going to go with this.
1: <laughs> no. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about... It. We'll get there. Um, Why don't you start? Okay. So we're talking about Alejandro. Um, first of all, Antonio Banderas. <laughs> in this movie is incredible incredible
0: he's really good he's so good he's also like 40.
1: he's so good
2: i didn't ask for your help in the cantina but i came here to learn how to fight like you to have your strength your courage now when i try to use them you slap me down let me tell you something i am tired of all your training your lecturing Tired, waiting for you to tell me I am ready. I have my own scores to settle.
0: He looks. He's thirty-eight.
1: Fantastic. In this
0: movie. Yeah, he's tan. He is he's like suave.
1: There, he's like the he's the perfect Zoro. Mm-hmm. Like he is, he happened to be alive at the right time for this to work for yeah. him. Yeah, he's great. Even like when he's all like um, when he and his brother are pulling the con with Three Fingered Jack, and. Um, they they go to a town where they see like the wanted poster and they mm-hmm. pull it down i like looked at the wanted poster for a minute cuz i was like they look these little like renderings of them are fantastic. Like they make these guys look like heroes. All my notes about him are about how dumb it was that he did a magic trick when he first meets Elena as as a See, okay. as a don. Can I, can I I I don't like I don't like that uh, Diego tells him like don't let the dons leave the table without you. And when they do, he fully goes to just dance with Elena and and then Diego's watching like okay, this is pretty great. Like he complete like he's completely thrown everywhere. There off.
0: is the fastest montage training scene I've ever seen in a movie. It's yeah. like six minutes long, and then suddenly Alejandro like knows how to do everything. There's like one bumbling scene where he goes off to steal a horse. Yeah. But like pretty much Alejandro has like so many well-developed skills after like six minutes, and I'm like uh, I, I think, I don't know. I, I was it's just a little like, insane. Cause when is. he pops
1: it, when he shows up to the party and he's a little like nervous outside being like, this is the craziest thing I've ever done. Mm-hmm. It's not going to work. Like, what are we doing here? See, and then he goes in and he is, he's Antonio. B- like, why would you right. ever believe he would not charm the pants off of me? I don't
0: know. I, I sort of think like in the moments where we see them as bandits
2: mm-hmm.
0: and they're running a con on like the guard or on like the bounty, the the bounty house or whatever it was like the it's not the police it's not it's like people who are collecting bounties right it's like federales or something Something like that
2: something
0: like that I think we need to see more of his skills like A as a swordsman as a as a rider as a guy who has like sleight of hand like I think those need to be a little further along then it's a
1: guy who is well versed in like this like weird like flamenco salsa like hybrid yeah. that they're doing
0: <laughs> like we need to see that he has steps in him you know what i mean like oh uh, i don't know that was the only that was my only thing but it's like he yeah. is very charming and he is very um enjoyable to watch as this character because this is a hard character to pull off like yeah. it's not like batman and i know batman's more ridiculous but batman's way cooler than zoro like batman is a direct imitation of Zorro. I
1: don't know if Batman's color than Zorro. Uh,
0: yeah, he is. <laughs> of course, I don't know he if that's is. That's true. Look at that car. That car alone is fucking cool.
1: Uh, Zorro has a hat.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> you look stupid, and this is coming from you someone think he who's
1: looks stupid. I. He, he looks great. It's a cool costume. I don't
0: know. I don't know.
1: <sighs> I'm blown away by your 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 tepidness. Right. Who'd you pick? I picked Diego Luna. Okay. I picked Diego Luna. I love Diego Luna. I think now is his time. He's Zoro.
0: Cassian Andor? He is Zoro? To
1: me, he is like a hunky hero at this point. I would do that. I would watch that.
2: Do you surrender? Never. But I may scream. I understand. Sometimes I have that effect.
1: But also I buy him as a sort of like bumbling drunk at the beginning and Mm -hmm. taking it to like like turning him into we can mold him
0: yeah i i mean i love it i i totally see it i considered it i think it is a great choice and i think like if he hadn't done rogue one i would have been like "Uh, i don't know but like he he can exist in like bigger budgeted like explosion movies yes he
1: did dirty dancing havana nights the sequel to Dirty (laughs) dancing and so we know this man's got moves
0: sure (laughs) <laughs> you know, I picked an actor who had some dance moves in a movie oh, called... Okay.
1: I know what's about to happen.
0: Who did I pick, Kenna?
1: You picked Oscar Isaac. <laughs> yeah, I did!
2: I'm going to tear up the fucking dance floor, dude. Check um, it out.
1: And you're not wrong. I honestly don't think I could wrap my brain around picking Oscar Isaac. Like, I thought about it... Oscar Isaac said, would be is, a
0: tremendous said, Zorro. This is
1: too much for me. Like, the sex appeal of it would literally... I would pass out. I would be like, oh. <laughs> I would be sitting at the Alamo draft house, like fully dead in my seat. <laughs> Nobody would know because I'm all reclined.
0: You would be like uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones when she admitted to being fully aroused during the the fence the fencing oh, it's fight.
1: So funny it, listen how
0: can you not pick this man he is oscar no. I, yeah, fucking Yeah, i would, never, I would
1: ne- I, honestly and i truly believe this i don't think he's overexposed i think we're underutilizing oscar right. isaac at this point have you seen the picture of him in the in this star wars tr- i can't express to you enough i think i agree but i almost don't know how to handle i don't know how to handle it
0: from like riffraff street rat kind of like alejandro all the way to swab ass Fucking Zorro.
1: Yeah. 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 I, yeah. Yeah. Obviously.
0: Let's move along here. Okay. I mean, nothing to see.
1: Let's move on, honestly, to one of the most fascinating actor choices. <laughs>
0: this was insane. First of all, uh, it wasn't originally supposed to be Anthony Hopkins. On In the trivia, it says it was supposed to be Raul Julia, mm-hmm. which would have been a phenomenal choice. I agree. He unfortunately passed away yes. before the filming of this movie. Another choice that they were considering, Sean Connery.
1: Honestly, it would have it would have been like Highlander. We would have. <laughs> it I was going to say he has bad.
0: played a Spaniard before. Be
2: I am Juan Sanchez Villalobos Ramirez.
0: Huh? Um, but they landed on Anthony Hopkins. I'm not saying Anthony Hopkins is a bad choice. I think he's awesome in this. I just think it's really weird to the, see him do this kind of movie now. The
1: dilemma of it is, and the thing is, I don't agree that like. I get where they're. I get the logic of they wanted the Spanish characters to be very European. Mm -hmm. I get the logic of that. I don't agree with it. But at the same time, and if you follow me on Instagram, you probably saw me post this when I watched it. I think this man deserves an award. I think his performance is flawless.
2: You think stealing a horse and scratching marks on a wall makes you worthy enough to wear that mask? (coughs) Zorro was a servant of the people. He was not a seeker of fame like you, a buffoon. But he looks he's like Liberace. T- so
1: good. Okay, I also disagree. <laughs> he looks like when he's like
0: young young uh, Don Diego, he okay, looks like Liberace.
1: Young Don Diego is a different choice. But there are times where the light catches Anthony Hopkins' eyes in this movie uh-huh. and it is dreamy in a weird way. I I it's upsetting cuz I'm like, yeah, obviously it should have been it should have been a Raul Julia, but it's yeah. but it's not the and th- ultimate, I think we just, I think we got a great, we got a great performance. We it just shouldn't exist. Did. I,
0: my only, my only issue with this character, it's, I have nothing against his performance. It's really with this character is like, he seems to have all of his skills intact. Like, why does Don Diego need Alejandro at all?
1: Because he, he can't, he just can't do it anymore. Like, But that- there's nothing to
0: suggest that. Like, it's not like he has heart trouble or like his leg is all fucked up, like... He literally bests Alejandro during training, like, through the whole movie.
1: But I think what he gets is he cannot – because that's what he tells him at the end, ultimately, is he's like, I don't want any – like, my time came and went. I once was for the people. Now Mm -hmm. that's not where I'm at. I just want to make sure my daughter's okay, and that's it. And if you want to carry on, like, the people need a hero. But, like, that's what – like, he – honestly, I think it was more that he wanted to give – he saw an opportunity to give Alejandro, like – a, a way to take revenge but like he wanted to better this man.
0: Yeah, I It's I, less
1: like I I must pass the cra- I must pass the mask on. Like I feel like it's less of that and more like hey, like this guy has a good chance of of helping people the way I once did and I just can't.
0: But I don't believe that he can't. You know what Not I mean? That like he for this can't, specific I task think... of getting like Elena back of killing Don Rafael like it, it just sort of seemed like, I, at least for me, like I needed for him to like stumble a little bit. Like he can't catch his breath. Like he's lived in a jail cell for thirty years. Like he probably has some respiratory problems. Like I needed to show that. Like why Alejandro is there.
1: It yeah yes, it would be great to see that. But I think also for him, it's an emotional thing. Mm-hmm. Of like I'm like I'm, I'm not done? I'm not gonna do that anymore. I don't know.
0: I kind of was like he gets out of jail and he's like ready to kill this guy.
2: Perhaps I can save you the trouble. Go and reach Fred, Captain. You cannot imagine, Raphael, how I have dreamed of this moment. Night and day. 20 long years.
0: (sighs) Guys, you know who I picked. You know who I
2: picked.
1: Do I?
0: I need a big star to be in this movie. It's called The Mask of Zorro. I need an actor who, (laughs) who knows the rigors of being a masked hero. Uh, I need someone who's of Latin descent.
1: Did you pick Antonio Banderas? Yes! <laughs>
0: of course I did. Why wouldn't I have picked the man himself?
1: I mean, I thought about it for sure. And then I went another way.
0: I, that's great. <laughs> Antonio I Banderas. It's, an, it's a great Oscar choice. Isaac. Zorro. That's a $300 million movie right
1: there yeah i would buy th- five tickets i'd buy out a whole theater
0: let me say this i didn't pick him sp- simply because of the ease or laziness although it might appear that way what i do think about antonio banderas now is that he seems to have completely changed as an actor yeah like i haven't seen what's that netflix movie the Laundry Mat, or something like that or the something laundry
1: oh is he in that yeah with meryl streep is that yeah. what you're talking about yeah um oh, interesting
0: but you read interviews with him and it sort of seems like one, he had a heart attack a few years ago. Oh, I didn't know that. So there is that. some like physical uh, limitations on him. He went too hard. Yeah, and and like th- there's this interview with the director of some of his like new movies where he's like playing like Picasso or whatever. Like um, that there's like there seems to be a fundamental change in him that's like mm-hmm. less you know leading man and more like character actor. And I was yeah. like, that seems like it would be like really fun to see again. To be like, hey, come and revisit this movie you did thirty years ago as like a completely different actor, literally and pass it on. Yeah, like
1: this is your this is your character now. Mm-hmm. Like you're the you're the reigning champ. Yeah, so let's, let's give it to the next generation of sexy Latin men. <laughs> um, I mean that's a great choice. Thank you. It's a great Thank choice. You. I went a different way. Mm-hmm. Honestly, my movie I feel like is it's not smaller; it's just different. Uh, I went with Demián Bashir, um, who you may know from. He has done the Hateful Eight, the Hateful Eight, the Nun, the Nun, uh, Alien Covenant,
0: uh,
1: Low, ri- low um, I don't know, weeds. Like he's he is a great character actor. Done a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: he has a look about him too that like you could see him have been. He like is a, very a tough.
1: Yes, he's very like handsome, uh, brooding, very. And sort of, I think, at the point where we could, like, age, when we need to, we'll age him up a little bit, give him a a reason to have a more of a, like, physical issue, Mm -hmm. and I think he would be a great uh, mentor figure, because that's ultimately what we want out of... Uh, Diego is he has got to be able to give those lines of like when the student is ready the teacher will appear like that we gotta hear words like that come out of his mouth and be like yeah absolutely this is gospel
2: Alejandro I taught you everything you need to survive now I must look to my own heart Elena is all I have left I'm not going to lose her again what about California? What about the people? They still have Zorro.
0: I don't know this man, but it, it um I'm interested. Yeah, he has like a, a very uh dashing look about him as especially yeah. as like an older actor. Okay, I'll take your word for it. I don't remember him in like
1: also both of these played. actors it felt very important to me. Both of them are Mexican. Yeah. And I just wanted to stay true. Sure. And also Diego Luna feels so strongly about like Mexican Culture. movies and like having yeah. He loves like Mexico as, like, yeah, a setting. That's what we need. Oscar
0: Isaac is Guatemalan. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, great. Should we move on to Elena? I think we, we've pretty run. We've we've worn the road of these two characters. Yep. Like,
1: yep. We got to get to. Okay, so, Elena. <laughs> <sighs> Am I
0: crazy or was Catherine Zeta-Jones' accent in this movie not great?
1: It wasn't good um yeah it wasn't great mm-hmm. um <laughs> also i'll say this i'll say this about her for what she's doing no notes perfect for the character lots of notes lots of notes many notes mostly like- the note that i think when we see her sword fighting Zoro, that is the moment where i was like Oh, she's definitely better than him with a sword. Yeah. So we need to have that moment with this character where we realize that she is not like not necessarily like a formidable, formidable opponent for him, but that she is a strong enough. Like if she knew what her dad was doing, she's strong enough to take it over herself. Yeah. But that's not her perspective at that moment, right. So even like the little things of at the end of the movie when Diego, she like it's little stuff like this that I'm like, these little biases like don't make sense because she sees the people trapped in the cages, and instead of having that character moment of her being like, I'm going to get them for some reason, there's a line where Diego is like, "Go, free them," and I'm just like, "No, no, 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 no. give her a chance right. to be like, now is my chance to do what I can do in this moment."
0: Uh- I think the best part of Elena is the rebelliousness she's supposed to have, but we never see it. Yeah. And it's really, it's unfortunate because she just is a damsel in the end. Yeah. And it's like, like things happen to her. She's never really questioned like her life. And then like people come to her and it's like, No, you're the daughter of this. And she never, like, goes to her father and is like, hey, I heard this weird woman in the market today say this thing. Like, why would someone say this to me? And, like, we never have that moment where she's starting to, like, take note of herself or or really, like, engage. It just sort of seems like Zoro shows up and then she's, like, swept off her feet. And then she's like, ooh. From moment
1: one, she sees him as, like, a bandito. like right super unkempt and is immediately like I had lustful thoughts about right.
0: this right I also had this idea that it's like I don't know if I really needed the, the love story like it seemed just convenient that it's like oh here's Diego's daughter and here's Alejandro and then it's like well maybe like I don't know you seem to be like no you kind of <laughs> do need it
1: Here's the thing. I am of the mind that if you can give me a if you can give me a movie where the B story is not a love story, mm-hmm. I love it because I think it's fresh and exciting, and it's not just relying on like something that we think we all need to see between yeah. like a man and a woman in a movie. Right. But also, I think it's great that there is just this acknowledgement of yeah, like Antonio. They're Bander, so hot. <laughs> like these are the two of the most attractive people I have ever seen in my life.
0: <laughs> Like yeah, it's almost if I was illogical. Elena, it's almost... I would be
1: like, "Yes. It, I don't I just it makes it makes too much right. sense." Right.
0: It's because who they cast, it's illogical for them not to like yeah. have sexy times at each other. Like <laughs> like, you know what I mean? At each other. But I was That's okay. actually
1: what's happening.
2: I had impure thoughts about a man. Huh? I did. I think he was a bandit or something. He wore a black mask. He had a deep voice. Yes ruggedly handsome
1: i do not know his face was off covered so for my elena i picked asa gonzalez uh who you might know from baby driver yeah uh, she was also in alita battle angel which you saw i did see um she was in hobbs and shaw mm-hmm. she was in from dust till dawn the series mm-hmm. um yeah so she's a mexican actress who is absolutely stunning. I have seen this woman in person and she is so incredibly beautiful. Um, but I think also so far has only really played parts where like she just needs to be like a stunning woman and I would like her to play something that allows her to be capable as well. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think she's great. I don't know why I didn't pick her.
0: I think because I picked her recently and I got scared that this wouldn't. That it would be...
1: You got scared people would be mad at you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, uh, here's why. So, I think this is a great pick for many reasons. I think I was just, in my head, I was like, I don't care. Like, these are the stories that I care about. Mm -hmm. I care about Alejandro avenging the death of his brother. I care about Diego avenging the murder of his wife and the Mm -hmm. kidnapping of his daughter, Elena. And then I kept thinking about Elena as like... Because remember, I'm trying to do like a modern 2019 thing here. And I'm like... I kind of was like I don't love the idea that you know like we just said that Elena has really no agency in her life. Yeah. So then I started playing around okay well I'm gonna need better villains anyways. Yeah. What if I switched it where Elena knew that she was adopted from the beginning. Okay. Because it just sort of makes sense like you know you you get older you don't look like your parents like this is a little strange. Mm -hmm. Um, And so what if she is already sort of searching for like the family that like gave her up but she doesn't okay. know the reasons of why this happened so i saw this i started to strip away the sexiness of elena so i was just like yeah isaac gonzalez is distractingly beautiful mm-hmm. but i think it's a great pick so i went with other Alita battle angel actress rosa salazar And man, do I really wish she didn't do this fucking Alita Battle Angel movie. Because I think she's great. I haven't watched Undone yet. But like, it really sucks to pick her for action movies now. She's also in the Maze Runner franchise. (laughs) And it just is like, I think she's a really great actress to put in action movies. Mm -hmm. I just, Alita Battle Angel is so bad. And it gave such a wrong fucking message that I was like, I want to put Rosa Salazar in here to make up to make amends okay for that and to sort of you know i don't know i and i think phys, like physically i guess it sort of makes a little more sense for her to play a little younger and sort of be like i'm looking for like these people like and i'm trying to dig up the story and then it's like oh here's all this like terrible shit that happened in my life yeah i think it makes a little more sense if elena's just less gorgeous i don't know that sounds insane but like i don't <laughs> um, know why that was just my weird thought that like rosa salazar has like a, has more of like an innocence to her than isa gonzalez does like isa yeah. gonzalez is like a femme fatale yes. bombshell rosa salazar is very beautiful is a
1: rebellious but fighter like
0: i think this will all make sense how- when i get to don rafael okay. my version of don rafael okay. but yes what were you gonna say
1: um no I think I was going to say I agree with the notion of like she is not the which is is not to like cut her down in any way but she's not the bombshell version of this. Right. She is the one who is like sneaking out of her house in the middle of the night to go um I don't know sabotage some like like she she's rebellious she's already got sort of a sh- a wild streak but she does it all for good maybe. Right. And it's right. that thing of like she only really needs, like, the influence of a Zorro to push her mm-hmm. in the in that direction um, even more. But yeah, I kind of see what you're saying about there not being a... Which is not to say that, like, they wouldn't be together. But also, I think there would be a different relationship between her and Zorro. Like, maybe she yeah. sees him as, like, aspirational. There are some who would call him a Rory.
2: Heroism. A romantic illusion.
1: Much like Nobility? Elena, that is yeah, I thought about that, but no. <laughs> then, what, then what would Oscar Isaac do? <laughs> I know, he would have, um,
0: <laughs> so should we move on to Don Rafael Montero, played by Stuart Wilson?
1: Yes. Okay. I uh, hope we pick the same person for this.
0: I I doubt it. I thought this villain is so boring.
1: He could definitely be a little more, he's very, he is villainous. He could be a little more dangerous.
0: Yeah. I. So I, again, I'm trying to put this Zorro character in 2019 and so my bad guy is sort of like an evil politician who uh like i won't name names mitch mcconnell uh (laughs) (laughs) you know someone who's just like following an evil policy right yeah like this immigration policy is just like terrible but he's like he should be a good father to elena um
1: okay okay so i ended
0: up casting a caucasian actor to help push the storyline of elena and like knowing that it's like elena in my version is like a woman who's always struggled to know where she's belong so she's like raised by like a white family very affluent maybe like Mm -hmm. east coast or like northern california area and then it's like she is clearly adopted right and it's given this like bowl of lies i was like no we wanted you like we wanted you like blah 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 and then she finds it like her dad is the reason that like these families got separated yeah. in the first place. Um, I ended up picking Ed Norton.
1: This is a this is a wild card. Yeah, but I love Ed Norton.
0: He's a he like so, he can play a bad fucking guy. You know what I mean? But yeah. also like he could play those scenes where he's like, you know that he's fighting to keep Elena because he does love. Yeah, right. And the reason why he does is because he was in love with don diego's wife the whole time like i think it adds another layer to the whole thing though to to make don rafael ralph <laughs> i don't know i don't know it's just we that's to end the podcast okay. after that. i didn't mean it to to come out like that but it, i think it just i think he brings a level of villainy and nuance or he brings a level of nuance to villainy yeah that this movie needs like i whenever don Raphael came on screen i was like i don't care so I wanted an actor that was like that that demands your attention and I think Ed yeah. Norton he's captivating.
1: Yeah, no, I I think as a a villain character. Yeah. Yeah, I see this especially the direction you're taking. I think he he makes sense as the sort of like evil politician who is a wholesome family guy right. but consistently like ruining the lives of others. Mm-hmm. Welcome to America. <laughs> um so for my don rafael uh i picked javier bardem
0: great villain love
1: him as a villain yeah love him as a presence yeah i do think he brings a certain gravitas to like if he's the villain you pay attention a right little more right um and also there's just like, there's almost like, and I, maybe it's because of Skyfall, but there is like a quiet sort oh, of yeah. like psychopathic thing that he can do that he is He is
0: so good in Skyfall.
1: Terrifying. I mean.
0: Because we always think of him as like No Country for Old Men, like yeah. Ed, Antoine Chigurh.
1: And that's a But and him that's and a in Skyfall is so good. Yes. As like, No Country is like, it's a very specific kind of character. But then when you pull like a villain out of being like weird weird mm-hmm. and you get what he is in James Bond you're like this is we and people loved it mm-hmm. people loved the back and forth between him between these two characters and I want a little more of that of like we're not just afraid of this guy because he's doing something bad we're afraid because he seems a little unhinged
0: I mean I also enjoyed his turn in the terrible pirates movie it's
1: yeah I mean you couldn't understand the thing he was saying no,
0: but he's I mean but He is a great cinematic villain.
1: Um, Yeah, yeah, and I, I just, I think, I think he's great. Yeah, especially giving that speech that he gives, where he like shows back up and is telling the people, like, I know you were all paid. I know you're actors. I know you don't want to be here to see me. Like, and he's doing that thing of like, but here's what, like, trying to turn himself around to them. That kind of stuff is where I'm like, you just need somebody with a lot of skill, right, to show up and be like right here's why you're gonna trust me now The spaniards
2: oppressed you the mexicans ignored you and the dons well the dons the dons the dons seem merely content to cheat and lie to you people of california the time has come to take our destiny into our own hands not as spaniards not as mexicans But it's
1: Californian!
0: I think that's a great choice. And I'm never going to say anything bad about Javier Bardem because he's
2: so fucking
0: good. He's really good. Um, If I was to take my movie and set it in the same time period as this one, Mm -hmm. he absolutely a number one with a bullet would be like top choice on that list. Um, So great job. Thank you. I don't have anything else about him. Should we move on to Captain Harrison Love? Yes. Played by Matt Lesher.
1: I don't know who Matt Letcher is. I don't either. But he's good.
0: He's giving me uh, Wyatt Russell vibes, yeah. weirdly.
1: Yeah. It's very like, and it's also very just, I think, the way this character, this character could be a lot more interesting because they're giving us the sort of generic version Yeah. of who he is. Like he is, he's a romantic rival. He's the sort of like second villain who's slightly more dangerous, like physically. Yeah um doing sort of the dirty work he is like I just I feel like we see this villain a lot and so he could be a lot more He just could be different Mm -hmm. but for what this was he did a great job yeah I thought he was great uh so I picked and honestly this I feel like you're gonna be like this guy looks exactly like this actor but I feel like that's not why I picked him it's because when I saw him, he remind. When I saw this character, he reminded me of this actor, and I think this actor is very good, and so could bring a new dimension to whatever this is supposed to be. I picked Joe Alwyn, who, other than being known for dating Taylor Swift, oh okay, was in favorite <laughs> Mary oh, Queen yeah. of Scots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in Harriet, Boy Race. He hasn't done a ton of movies, but in what he's done, is I seen the been- Long Walk, so and
0: so's Long Walk.
1: Long, Billy, Billy Lynn's half long, t- half-time, long halftime walk.
0: <laughs> long halftime walk.
1: For as little as he's done, I feel like every movie I've seen him in, I have noted this guy is really good.
0: He's in the favorite. I, okay, so I do know him. Yeah, he's yeah. really good.
1: He's um, ve- he's and very so talented. I, I like him as doing a sort of villainous turn, but giving us a reason to, other than like he's a bad guy yeah to like
0: it was confusing why is he there he cle- like is he a union soldier
1: that's a great question
0: His, <laughs> Like, what are you doing here
1: because i'm assuming what it is is he has like he's like abandoned the u.s military to help
2: don rafael, don rafael
1: beat santa but like but it's this sort of thing of like, who is he taking orders from? Like, why? Because ultimately, if the goal is to defeat Santa Anna, like, isn't that what you're trying to do in general? Yeah, it's confusing. But it's I very think they confusing. just needed a character like this to run his army.
0: Okay, I, I was and so confused by that. And also, an excuse to just like cast a white
1: man and not feel bad about right. it. Right, <laughs> and also
0: like he's keeping heads in jars, and no one's like batting an eye. Like, hey, this guy's like a loose it's cannon. Weird. Um, that shit when it like. I thought that was a great scene in the movie, but it I kept thinking, like, we can lose the phoneability of this character. Like, we all know he's bad. Yeah. We all know he's a piece of shit. Like, let's just lean into it. And in my modern version, I just kept thinking, like, this, you know, who is this, who is the military version of this today? It's probably some psychopath, quick trigger, like, ICE agent piece of shit, right? Yeah. Who is around for this very? He's like he's sort of like the attack dog to Don Don Raphael, right? Mm-hmm. He's just sort of like an extension of the evil. Yeah. Um, and so I wanted to play someone who, again, I need villains that you would want to watch. And it's I don't know why we both picked British actors for this, but I ended up picking Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah. Because, also, when did Aaron Taylor Taylor Johnson get swole? Like this dude is like big.
1: What do you mean when? He did like a full Marvel movie
0: as Quicksilver, the speedster. But he was fast guy. he was big. But like photos of him now, he's like Tom Hardy big. Here's
1: the thing. Did you see Outlaw King?
0: Yeah. He's really good. In, in
1: that movie, he is a standout. Like there are t- moments where I'm like, am I supposed to because there's something about him that draws you Away from everything else. Like, he he can serve a good performance. Right. But also in that context, he's also a little a bit of a wild card. And so you right. get that, too, of like, yeah, absolutely, he could be the sort of wild dog yeah. character.
0: I just imagine him, like, shaving his head, growing out like a big beard, walking around with, like, a Texas accent, just kind of being, like...
1: Yeah. Being too much.
2: Yeah. You're a very sick person, Captain Love. <laughs> Heads in water jars, hands in wine pitchers, must, um strike you as odd i suppose well for one thing i think you ought to fire your housekeeper
0: and 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 here's another thing i want the fight between my oscar isaac zorro and whoever plays this to be awesome yeah and i think like i would pay to watch these two actors like in a in a fight scene like i think that i think it would just be really captivating
1: i agree Here's my question in general. Would Oscar Isaac wear a mask in the modern version? I don't
0: know. I mean, that's would a costume. Would we
1: just sort of like superhero it in a way?
0: I think you would. Huh. I, I was wondering about this. Like, would he wear the hat? Or would it be some weird helmet? Like, I don't the want him hat. to look like Daredevil, well, but no, we d- he has to look iconically like Zorro.
1: And the the key to that is the mask. Is the
0: mask and the, the cowl and the hat. Like I know, I dogged on the hat, but that was just in comparison to Batman because Batman's silhouette is cool. It's like here's a like a but creepy Zora's Batman
1: silhouette is really cool. Yeah, like th- that's why they do the intro and the outro of the movie is because when you see him in the full like figure, yeah. you're like, yeah.
0: Like I don't want him to look like Lone Ranger.
1: Oh, uh, he won't.
0: Right. I don't know. This is a very interesting question. I think people with artistic skills out there should send in their interpretations of Oscar yeah, is Isaac Zorro.
1: I'm imagining that modern Zorro is like, you know, when they made the modern version of Othello and it was called O, mm-hmm. this would be like Z.
0: <laughs> Let's move on to our favorite, our favorite, favorite yes. pick of the week. Guys, where does Barry Pepper go? I'm hopeful that we picked him as the same person.
1: Should we say it at the same time?
0: One to three, three finger, finger jack <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad. who apparently was a real guy but wasn't yes. white he was another mexican because american
1: apparently three finger jack and joaquin uh Marietta were the real mm-hmm. banditos i didn't take spanish in high school i took french um i barely know how to roll my r's it's a problem <laughs> Why did I move to California? I
0: don't know. <laughs> Should move, move to Qua- Quebec. 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 Um, um, yeah, I think that's the most obvious choice. Also,
1: Three Finger Jack goes down in a blaze of glory. <laughs> it was a really scene dumb is move. So shocking! He's like
0: thirty yards he away. Leaps. <laughs> no, wait, 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 wait! No, 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 no! First of all, he's in a mining car, yeah. right? Yes. That's on rails. Yeah. And he goes through this whole soliloquy about these, like, the evils of these businessmen.
2: I'm the legendary Three Finger Jack, and you <laughs> are a bunch of murdering trash. I steal gold, I steal money, but you, you steal people's lives. Yes.
0: And then he's like, he takes the pickaxe and he goes, yeah. And then <laughs> it, the rail car goes for like two minutes.
1: And love is just standing there waiting for him.
2: So then when he
1: leaps out of the car, immediately uh, he's shot and his body is is ripped out of the sky. (laughs) The effect is horrifying. Oh, my God. But also, I'm so proud of him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He got close. But also, he could have just waited. I don't know. Yeah, uh, that's that's the only place really for old B-Peps. Um, yeah, we love
1: this for him. Do
0: you have anything else to say about this movie? The only thing I mm-hmm. was like when Elena's, uh, when she arrives with her father and he's about to give that speech, she's like, I smell like this scent of flower smell familiar. And it's like, okay, it's a little bit of a stretch that this baby remembers the first four months of its life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always love this in movies when like an, e- an extra comes out and they're like, that's impossible. You've never been here before.
1: <laughs> ma'am. Ma'am,
0: if I could remind impossible. you of your own life. You've
1: never been here. And she sort of stops to think and is like, I guess you're right. <laughs> no,
0: like, she doesn't know what? this information. Like the way they deliver this exposition is like, hey, remember, ma'am. You've never been to this place or have seen this person, so this couldn't be a
1: thing. Again, I love the woman her like nanny who pops out of the market and is like, "No, no, no, no. I wouldn't forget the face of of this tiny baby that I saw <laughs>
0: once."
1: <laughs> Considering the Batman of it all, he does have a bat cave. Right. Which is a little weird, but also I liked that as a as a like the training circles mm-hmm. and the thing on his.
0: Batman is is inspired by Zorro. It's a, everything that is Batman comes from Zorro. Uh,
1: also, it's been a while since I've seen this movie, but I gasped when she fell in front of the bullet. Oh. His wife. I don't know why. I, I was shocked at myself. I went, <gasps> and I was like, oh, kidding? you've definitely seen this movie before. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. You don't even know this character.
0: <laughs> um, I don't have anything else other than would you remake this movie? I don't know. <laughs> it lives in a weird place. Like, Would I'm I remake really this movie? No. You mentioned earlier like there's no real place for Zoro. I don't know. Maybe there is. But I I, my, I like with this cast, yes, I would remake this movie, but like in this version, I have no idea.
1: I think what trips me up is that I think I categorize this movie in a similar uh genre as The Mummy and yeah. that it exists in a magical place where it is it's specific, it works. It's not quite as good as the mummy. <laughs> let's be honest. Nothing is like the mummy, but like it. I have a hard time taking, being like, let's try it again. Cause I'm like, this is a really great, like, yeah, there's some stuff that could be shifted, but this is a really great, like, thing. I don't really wanna try yeah. to, like, shift it and make it. I don't, I just, I don't know if I wanna mess with it. Right. But here's the thing as much as I love my cast, if Oscar Isaac was in this movie, you would go. I would go.
0: Yeah. I think we all would. I weirdly think he would do it. Because he's like he's so game for like there's like a hot minute where they were like, Oh, are you gonna be Batman? He'd be like, I don't know, that'd be cool. Like I think yeah. he's
1: No one's asked.
0: <laughs> I think he's up for it. It's just like, Yeah, fuck it. Like, come on. I think he would I think it would be a dope fucking Zorro.
1: We don't need to say it, but we would watch him do anything. I know. Anything.
0: I still have one left. I still have one Oscar Isaac left for this year. See, part of me- like timed them very well.
1: Part of me didn't want to do it this time because I was like, it's very obvious. And maybe in the next few weeks. What, you're going to do two
0: Oscar Isaacs in the next-
1: I only have one left.
0: Oh, you do only have one left. Yeah.
1: So I didn't want to like, I didn't want to, I don't know. Because I-
0: I, You never know when you need them.
1: My dream is to have Oscar Isaac in a Christmas movie. And so I don't know what we're going to do for the holidays. (laughs)
0: All right. Well, let's get out of here. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Boot. Check out our past episodes. Check out our next episode. We have a great one. There'll be more than one. Yeah. We have a great movie waiting for you. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Hit us up online. Ken, where can the people find us?
1: You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts. Stop by and leave us a rating and a review. It's the best way to help us out. You can also find us now on Ko-fi. you can go to make a very small donation to help us keep making this incredible podcast. That link is in our description and all over Twitter. Speaking of Twitter, you can find us on social media, at The Boot Podcast on Twitter and at Boot Podcast on Instagram. Or you can find us individually because...
0: I'm out stealing horses.
1: At Kid and Trend and at Flynn Bay.
0: All right, guys. We'll see you next time.
1: That is all-
2: I thought you were tied up. That's because you're stupid.